0: Welcome to the Anchor Daily, my name is Rick Simon, and we are reading through the book of Daniel. Webster defines the word testimony as a public profession or declaration of faith. Today we're reviewing chapter 4 of Daniel, which is in fact the testimony of King Nebuchadnezzar, a Babylonian king. This is the same king who years earlier led the Babylonian invasion of the Israelites, captured Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, and hauled the exiles, including Daniel, back to Babylon with him. Now this king has, in effect, written a memo addressed to the entire world praising God. The first three verses of the chapter read as follows. King Nebuchadnezzar, to the nations and peoples of every language who live in all the earth, may you prosper greatly. It is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the most high god has performed for me how great are his signs how mighty his wonders his kingdom is an eternal kingdom his dominion endures from generation to generation so what has brought this pagan king this cruel tyrant this destroyer of the jewish homeland to come to praise our god nebuchadnezzar was known as a brilliant general as well as a great builder He is credited with the construction of the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, one of the wonders of the ancient world. He was the ruler of the world in his day. You may be wondering how many chapters of the Bible were written by foreigners or by pagan kings. This would be the only one. It's a great demonstration of the power of God, how he can change anyone's heart, even the most powerful ruler in the world. The king had a dream that created fear in him, and so he sought an interpretation for it. None of his magicians or other wise men in his court could interpret the dream, so Daniel, who had successfully interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's previous dream, was brought before him. We won't take the time to describe it here, but please read it yourself where the dream is described in some detail. Upon hearing the king's dream, Daniel was troubled because he understood it and did not want to share the bad news with the king. There are two possible reasons I can think of for this. The first might be that Daniel was fearful of bringing bad news to the king as one bringing bad news to a tyrant could be subject to dire consequences. But I think the more likely reason is that Daniel had developed a relationship with Nebuchadnezzar. Over the years as his trusted advisor, Daniel simply didn't want to see ill come to the king. In any event, Daniel faithfully served as God's messenger and provided the dream's interpretation which was that Nebuchadnezzar would lose his throne for a period of seven years and would live amongst the wild animals eating grass. Daniel advised the king to repent, to do what is right, and to be kind to the oppressed. Perhaps the king took this advice to heart for a time, for nothing happened for a year, until the day the king, while walking on the roof of his royal palace, proclaimed in verse 30, Is not this the great Babylon I have built? as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty. Immediately the king heard a voice from heaven that his royal authority was stripped from him. Verse 32 tells us, You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. Then, just as Daniel had predicted after the seven years was up, Nebuchadnezzar was restored to his throne, but this time with a much different attitude. Beginning at verse 36, Nebuchadnezzar writes, At the same time that my sanity was restored, my honor and splendor were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisors and nobles sought me out, and I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of heaven because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just, and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. I must confess that in reading this message, I found that Nebuchadnezzar and I shared something in common. At one time, we both believed in the lie that our achievements were based on our own abilities. Now, to be clear, I have never achieved anything remotely close to what God allowed this king to achieve, but we were both prideful. God, with his great love and mercy for the both of us, showed us the error of our prideful thinking. For Nebuchadnezzar, he had to live in the wild for seven years. For myself, God used the circumstances of my life for a season to demonstrate to me that I am not in control. He is. There's a lesson here for all of us. If you are like Nebuchadnezzar and think that you are the master of your destiny, recognize that God won't let you live with that bad thinking for long. He will humble you. Scripture tells us that pride goes before a fall. The certainty is that a fall is coming. You just won't know when or how. Far better to recognize God's sovereignty. In his first chapter, James tells us, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. Far better to recognize that our abilities, our intelligence, our circumstances, and our opportunities all come from God Thank Him and glorify Him for the blessings that He has given us. Recognize that God is in control of everything and He can direct our lives much better than we can do it ourselves. He can use any person or circumstance to spread His message and proclaim His glory. So much better to recognize this fact and be obedient instead of being prideful and having to learn a lesson in humility. Let's pray. Father, You are the creator of the universe and You are in control of everything. Thank you for your wisdom and for your love for us. Help us to keep you on the throne of our lives where you belong and to keep ourselves off of it. Keep our hearts humble so that we may work to expand your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at bethel.ch. See you next time.